The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. I want to take, I want to talk a little bit about Trump's speech uh, from last night about Afghanistan as an illustration for some of the things we've been talking about because I thought that the speech was uh, the best speech I've ever heard Trump give on the one hand, and yet an example of why this country is heading in the wrong direction and why we are losing the war on um, on Islamic terrorism, why the jihadis are winning, why we have no strategy, completely unfocused, it's disintegrated, it's borderline dishonest. Is the, the kind of the kind of assessment we heard yesterday about Afghanistan? So we were told yesterday that um, Afghanistan is getting uh, is getting worse. There are more terror organizations in Afghanistan now than there were maybe ever. There's more hostility towards the United States and, and uh, from groups in Afghanistan and in Pakistan than ever before. In spite of the fact that we've been fighting a war there for 16 years, the longest war in American history. Uh, and that the solution for all this, the solution for victory is, we're not going to tell you, we're not going to leave. Um, we're not going to leave Afghanistan. That's for sure. And we're not going to tell you what the solution is because that's strategy and it's secret. And, and we're not going to. We're going to tell you how we're going to. We heard a lot about victory. We're going to win. Bush said we're going to win. I mean, Obama kind of said we were going to win. Retreat with honor. You know, get out of there with honor after we crush the enemy. Never happened. Why do we think it's going to happen now? And nowhere in the speech yesterday were the real fundamental questions asked. The speech yesterday was completely rambling in the sense that what is the issue? What is, a, what is at stake here? I'm an individualist, right? I want the government to protect my life. Is Afghanistan a threat to my life? I, I, I think it probably is today because it, it is a haven for all these terrorist organizations that would like to attack America and kill me, and kill you. Okay, so let's describe the threat. Why are they so successful? Why are there so many of them over there? Why are they more now than they were before, in spite of the fact that America's been fighting this war for 16 years? Who funds this? Where does the money come from? Who inspires this? Is it the Afghan government? Is the problem in Afghanistan? Is that where they're generating the money? I mean, some of it is because they, they make money off of drugs. But is that it? Is that what's funding it? Why don't we just firebomb all of their, uh, you know, poppy fields? Can't be just that because they get money from other sources. What are those other sources? What is the threat? Where does it really come from? I mean, that's a reasoned approach. Let's look at reality. Let's examine the facts. And let's come to conclusions based on those facts. We didn't get any of that. We got vague promises about this time we're going to win. Trust me, which is a, you know, he didn't actually say it, but that was implied throughout the speech, which is a typical Trump line. Trust me. I'm not going to give you details on how I'm going to get there. Just trust me. Wishes over facts. You know, just, just, you know, what do we actually have to do? Now, there were some good things in the speech, I'll admit. There was a hint, non-explicit, that we might change our rules of engagement. That would be good. I'm all for that. 
There were hints that that we're actually going to do the things necessary to win. I'm all for that. That's good. But I have argued from 9-11 till today that the war isn't in Afghanistan. Afghanistan is the middle of nowhere. These people wouldn't have the money, the resources, and the ideas to fight. If not, for whom? If not for the countries really behind these terrorists, really behind the ideology of, of jihadism that is killing Westerners all over the world. I mean, we first have to face the facts, face reality, ask the questions about who these people really are. And when you do that, when you examine, when you look at the evidence, when you do the research, and Trump has a lot more information than I have, a lot more information than I have, then what you discover is that these people are funded by the Saudis and by the Iranians. They're inspired by the Saudis and the Iranians. Pakistan is, is, plays a huge role here. And who, who supports Pakistan? Who funds all those schools and madrasas and mosques in Pakistan where these people get radicalized? Well, if you're Shiite, it's Iran. If you're Sunni, it's Saudi Arabia. How can you give a talk, a speech, like the president did yesterday, about winning the war in Afghanistan while ignoring the two elephants in the room, the two countries that support all the terrorist activities, all these organizations that are now living in Afghanistan? How can you do it without recognizing and identifying those countries? But exactly the opposite. This is, you know, completely ignore. This is left and right are doing this, right? We're going to evade. We're going to pretend this isn't a problem. Why? Because we're friends with the Saudis. Friends with people who want to kill us. Really? That's, that's a great friendship. You should try that at a personal level sometime. I'm not friends with people who hate me. I'm not friends with people who, who, who go every Friday and say, death to Iran, death to Iran. But in the mosques in Saudi Arabia and in Iran, they preach death to America regularly. These are not our friends. These are our enemies. And yet, we pretend because we prefer pretense over honesty, over reality, over facts, over rationally assessing the situation. We've been taught not to offend anybody. Well, unless you're Afghan, and Afghan's insignificant, but God forbid you should, you should uh, offend the Saudis. Saudis are important. So there's no honest discussion about these topics. And the president was not honest with the American people yesterday. He was not honest with the soldiers right in front of him, who he is going to send over there to fight for what? What interest does the United States have in, 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 in Afghanistan, really? To destroy terrorists who might attack the U.S. in the future? If you want to do that, Afghanistan is not the place to start. Well, how about wiping out ISIS to begin with? How about stopping the Saudis and the Iranians from funding these groups and supporting these groups and giving them intelligence and, make, and, 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 and promoting this ideology? The fact is today that Sunni Shiite doesn't matter. The Iranians are all over Afghanistan. They're the ones supporting the Taliban. 
does, does uh, the American president mention that? No. No recognition of who the enemy actually is. No willingness to face the actual facts of reality. This is where, this is where we have to be honest. But we also have to be thoughtful. We have to figure it out. And we can't evade. We can't evade the facts of reality. That's what leadership is about. Leadership is about facing the facts, integrating them, communicating them, and laying out a plan to deal with them. And we got none of that. None of that. Yesterday from Trump's speech. Now, it was the most adult speech I've seen him give. I'll give him that. But it still was empty. It was empty. I, I you know, I want to see... I want to see a president actually identify the enemy. I want to see a president outline a, a, a strategy for winning. 16 years since 9-11. And we still have troops all over the world. We have troops hunting, you know, in 120 countries. What do we, what do we have them there for? What are we sending troops to Afghanistan to do? To win? What does victory look like? He never said that. All I'd want, what does victory look like? He never said what victory looked like. He actually suggested that we might negotiate with the Taliban one day. How do you win it when you negotiate with the enemy? The only thing I know of, of war is you win when you destroy the enemy, when you bring them to their knees, when they reject their ideology. That's how we won World War II. That's why the Japanese are friends today and the Germans are friends, because they rejected the ideology, because they were crushed, defeated. Are we doing that in Afghanistan? Do we plan to do that in Afghanistan? No. If we're not going to do that in Afghanistan, bring the troops home. Why should one more American die in that godforsaken place if we're not going to win? If we're not going to protect Americans? If we're not going to defend America? If we're going to negotiate with the Taliban and hand it over in the end to them anyway? Ugh.